Disclaimer. Uh, we don't often do this, but we realize it is a sensitive topic because I am a bit of a pussy when it comes to these things. Because it's real for me. It's real for a lot of people. So here it goes. Uh, <laughs> it sounds serious. Like, I'm not used to talking serious. But listen, listen up. Um, if you're dealing with mental illness or you're going through a hard time, I recommend don't keep it to yourself. Reach out to a close friend. Um, talk about it. A friend of mine reached out to me and it helped me a bunch. And I've kind of made progress in changing my life, rebooting it which was the topic of today's episode. Yeah, exactly. Also, um, the, reason, the reason why we're putting out this disclaimer is because this particular episode goes very deep into certain topics that are close to the hearts of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Mental health, suicide. Um, suicide. We are talking about nasty shit. And of course, uh, we made some really bad jokes. Making out with jokes. men. Yeah. <laughs> making out with men, that was fun. We made light of very bad things as well, mm-hmm. you know, so. Yeah, but we hope you had a laugh and can at least gain the courage, which we're trying to give you, to change things about it. Yeah, talk. And yeah. also, also at least if you're in Switzerland, medical support is very good. Don't be sure. afraid. This is the X, Y, and Z podcast. <laughs> I'm sitting here with my man, Dean Ira. Hey there. And my man, Harry Fox. Good evening. G'day, g'day. I'm Christian Breaker. We're back. It's just the three of us again. Just the three of us. Circle jerking in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, did you hear they're making a, a, real, a new Fresh Prince movie? What? They're going to actually make a Nostalgia. movie out of it. With Will? No, it's going to be, uh, and it's not going to be so much funny. It's going to be more like a drama. I saw it, it, a fan made a trailer for this, and Will oh, Smith got interested, and apparently they're making it now. You're joking. You know what else is coming out? Space Jam 2 uh, with LeBron James. Okay. <laughs> I hate everything. What? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Uh, I guess Kobe isn't making it. Kobe. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah. No, he's he's playing in the next movie of Mel Gibson. It's going to be like a Jedi ghost of Kobe in the background. Like, you know, in Star Wars, when Yoda appears, it's going to be oh. Kobe there. Oh, yeah. Oh, like a, like a glow in the dark. <laughs> he's all blue and stuff. Yeah. And I have a helicopter more sound for than some reason. Ever imagine. Adidas is standing in the corner and goes, like, fuck you, cut! <laughs> Sponsorship down the drain. Goddamn. The cash cow is dead. If only he jumped ship again. The airship. <laughs> he may, he might have survived. I don't oh, know. Damn, Harry, oh, you're trying really hard to <laughs> I just, milk this punchline. I'm gonna tell you, I do not give a shit about basketball. It's like zero shits are given in England. Basketball is not a thing, and all these people going, "Oh, Kobe died." It's like fuck. Yeah, okay, he is a talented sports person. You probably spent too much of your life watching him, but he. It's it's I have the same reaction to Princess when Princess Diana died and there were people going it was like I lost a cousin so no it fucking no, was you know what the difference is you know tell what me, the difference tell is tell me Kobe at least was talented at something oh oh shit burn the patri- the matriarchy oh, down with the queen I mean think of all those uh, unexploded her. Swiss mines that Diana helped oh, clean for- up. Fuck's sake, the whole humanitarian angle? <laughs> Give up royalty. That's a start. <laughs> exactly. Oppressive fucking cunts, every single one of them. 
Wow. Jesus Christ. I hate everything about royalty. Seriously. I'm it really triggers me. I, I'm with you. I'm with you on Hereditary this. Hereditary power is one of the most retarded concepts in the I, world. I'm so with you, dude. But there's something about the British monarchy that just gets me going. What? It's such like well-branded stuff. Like I can't help but like when I'm having sex with a British girl going, Oh, the queen! There's <laughs> 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 oh, just something so cool about that. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so let, but let's talk about this. What 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 is the influence that Queen has in South Africa? Because I think you were part of the Dominion as well. How dare you? How dare you? Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, colonialism happened. I'm I'm not. Familiar. I mean, they had the big war, the Zulu War. Zulus kicked their ass, by the way, despite all of their fancy guns, because African people always win at everything. Do you know? Do you know in, in England, actually, this serves as a real form of history is that they watch the movie Zulu with Michael Caine. That is a history <laughs> lesson on British imperialism. That reflects they the, the British it. system, Jesus. education system. Jesus yeah, exactly. and they literally, they watch that and go, oh, we were, we were awful. I think yeah. Sir Michael Caine only got knighted, so they had one that speaks like Cockney. In, yeah, in a night. <laughs> <laughs> the token cockney. I mean, I gotta say, I do like Michael Caine. He's, if you listen to interviews him as an old man, he What's is. That? Uh, the best is he, go, he there's one where he's where he's he's moaning about people that do impressions of him and then he does an impression of himself and it's exactly what people do <laughs> i forget what this is it's like this cockney impression i there's a there was it's so long ago there was a punchline he always said master white <laughs> master white yeah it was uh <laughs> cannot lose another of it, the weight but he had he had a line like de niro but it was more like Something like you didn't want to do that, or something like that. It was, uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. It was swallowing well. the it, yeah, it, yeah, it, you didn't want to do that. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's such a dumb language, <laughs> how dare you? So do you want a do you want a little semi royal South African connection? Um, okay. I'm worried involving my family. Are we talking about Roger Federer here? No, I'm named after a guy called Sir Harry Smith who was uh, a very successful British soldier. He wasn't royal. By that name, could have existed in any of the last 700 years. Yeah, you made yeah, this up. But no, the town of Ladysmith, that was his wife. No way. He was governor of South Africa for a time. That's how he ended his career. Okay. And he holds so still retired to this to day. Essex. He, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and he, 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 yeah, I don't know, he like eight, died 1850, but he still holds a record for the longest consecutive horse ride in the world because he did one time he was like i think on the east coast uh did he die of prostate cancer he's the man without any balls <laughs> or he had no <laughs> he just rubbed the prostate away on this ride there was some some tribal uprising in on the other side of south africa and he rode the whole way across mm. In alone like, alone in six days this is like one of those lion king moments where like simba's running back to you know yeah yeah Pride you see Rock. the sun like, go bro, bro, bro. and peer again <laughs> yeah he's <laughs> like i will save everybody simba <laughs> it's like a lion the queen. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah exactly that's Liz literally Lizzie's, Lizzie's, oh, what was it victoria at the time her yeah. face appears like next yeah. to the moon and the future mm, ghost yeah. of lady dan is like floating behind him <laughs> for no reason you're all cut <laughs> so what about prince andrew we mm. haven't uh, uh, I saw funny no, He's the best example for why this is all decrepit. I saw a hilarious meme. There was uh, somebody who wrote this. I don't know who. I would credit them, but I can't. 
So when you turn 100 in England, you get a letter from the Queen. Congratulations. No, no, no. Yeah, that's in true. In the whole yeah, yeah. realm. Let me finish it. Go on. Sorry. So you turn 100, you get a letter, right? Wherever. Uh, but when you turn 16, you get a text from Prince Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I I would thought actually the the a better punchline would be at sixteen you get ghosted by Prince Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Another <laughs> unfollow. Another follow. Blocked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is way better. Well done, Harry. <laughs> so what are we doing today, Christian? What's uh, what's our purpose? Well, a little oh. bit like Prince Andrew, we are talking about <laughs> rebooting your life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the master of segues, uh, Christian, everybody. Uh, that yeah, was exactly. great. <laughs> so how, I mean, how does Prince Andrew reboot his life? I don't think there's any... Well, Mexit started it, so he probably takes a, a leaf out of that book where he goes like, <laughs> I'm going to be a new guy mm. now. We just had another king actually uh, leave and reboot his life. Um, the dad of the king of Spain. Um, he uh, Juan Carlos, whatever. Of course, it's Juan Carlos. <laughs> Juan. Um, <laughs> Juanito Carlos. He's uh, yeah. He he's wanted in Spain for I think tax evasion and some other dodgy shit, and uh, he now lives in the Emirates. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> now we know where to go to avoid taxes. So I reckon, uh, and he's just young like, Andrew will have a very said, welcome, my brother, to our uh, <laughs> to our kingdom. Yeah, nobody cares about our fuck castle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you want a little Saint James Island? I give uh, you a little Saint James Paul. Uh, like the whole thing. No, okay. <laughs> we know you like confession booth. Here is confession. <laughs> You dirty perfect. Stop it. Uh, I don't think, I don't can continue really, sweating like a pig. On other but pigs. I don't know mm. if we had this discussion. The thing that the, that's interesting to me is this Gilzean Maxwell. Yeah. Ghislaine. Ghislaine. I think we kind of talked about this before maybe, but her father was Robert Maxwell. Yeah. If you go and check out how many kids he had, he had like 10 kids. And two others so she was rejected never she got was loved. the middle child that explains everything no 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 no. wait i think we should be investigating what the fuck all these other kids have been doing because like some of them <laughs> some, some of them dude no seriously check it out there's some You're giving two, me anxiety right now two of them work for some military uh, oh god um some military company developing like like military computer systems uh, and others, I mean, basically, it looks like the whole family's tied up with secret services and stuff like this. So, so basically, if you're a journalist, if you want like scandals for the rest of your career until you mm. die, which will be soon if you do this, MK Ultra version two. <laughs> yeah, it's the Maxwell the, family. The Maxwell family. I don't know. Anyway, but that's a strange. Well, side. she's she's about to reboot her life as well. I guess. Yeah. When is she going to die? Someone's gonna, she's going to commit suicide soon. But it's going to be one nope. of those, she didn't kill okay, herself. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put on my uh, tinfoil hat. She's going to get murdered. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it's going to be the Clintons killing her because she knows the too Clinton. much. Yeah, because... The, Did you see that picture about uh, John F. Kennedy? <laughs> Wait a second. I yes. thought the tinfoil hat is, Sorry, is my segment. Yeah, but I take over. Okay, it's Christian's tinfoil hat this week. No, it's all the Clintons killing all these people. Yeah, because there's a picture of, of Clinton... Um, getting massaged by one of the victims of Epstein. Yeah, I just yes, saw that. Sweet. Yeah, Andy Schultz was talking yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. Came online. And interestingly, I think they both were on the manifest. Like, not not only Billy Boy going fucking children, but it was her too. 
Hillary? Hillary was on the flight manifest what? as well. If, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. True, that's she was true. on the manifest that too. Dirty so she whore. knew <laughs> about his penis getting into other people all along. You know what they say behind every great man is a greater woman. <laughs> it was such a sexless marriage that he kind of yeah. But who wants to uh. fuck that dirty old ball bag Hillary anyway? <laughs> I don't fucking blame him. <laughs> That lady is like a ripe old piece of meat. Like that is disgusting. And someone else is rebooting their life. You know I what guess. turkey? You know what turkey breasts look like? Okay. <laughs> Did you read her? That's Bill Clinton's sex life. Did you read her I'm, book? Christians avoiding. Right. I'm, I'm avoiding this. <laughs> like I have things to do with my life. No. Okay. Her her book was so horrendously non committal to a, a certain form of excuse. So everyone was kind of like expecting a form of like redemption. And it was just like no, no, I'm still the superstar. She she has no no vision whatsoever if I where make, she failed. If I can make a deep porn fake video of Hillary Clinton, I'd put on some old lady, more accurate. Yeah. Have you seen the deep fake porn? Don't lie to me, Christian. I, I have not. I, I'm not. I, I've seen, seen it. I've seen deep fake. You know, deep fake porn. You know what that is? It's no, I have no idea like what you're this talking about. Algorithm machine learning thing puts a face on some porn star's body. Oh no! Like I, accurately. You know where my brain went? Where? Do Do you remember when uh, McCain was trying to become president and he had that horrendous um, uh, senator from? I'm way too young for this. Alaska. What was her face? Oh God! Um, why does my brain always go blank at these moments? Uh, too much deep fake Wait, porn. Uh, Palin. Palin. And do you know how I remember oh. the name? Nailing Palin. Exactly. <laughs> because, <laughs> because I remember the porn. <laughs> so movie. there was a porn. Th there was a porn uh, about Palin, or yeah, basically a porn star looking similar um, to yeah. to yeah. Palin, um, and getting railed by Russian soldiers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no. No, and it was what's his name, the guy from Hustler. Yeah. But Larry Flint. Larry Flint, yeah. I know what I'm doing tonight. Whee. What was the porn star's name? Was it Anna? Anna Nicole? No. No. Anna, yeah, no. I, I don't think it matters. It doesn't matter. I um, think. I no, mean, she does matter, actually. She has now a, a radio show on XFM. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so her career's taken off. And you know what would be the ultimate is if she ran for president. That's what, that's what we there's, need to have. There's a great documentary, very much in light of uh, what we will be talking about today. Um, a great documentary, After Porn Ends. Mm. Have you guys watched that? No, it's no. On, oh, uh, yeah, I haven't it's, watched it. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's super great because it, it basically gives you the whole spectrum of porn stars that had a certain amount of fame and were able to maintain that fame into an uh, ulterior career. Kim Kardashian. And then, well, yeah. Um, and then you have all the other ones that kind of like ended the way that people expect that they end and in like drug abuse yeah. and all that. Um, but there are some real success stories coming out of that industry um, where it goes like, yeah, they, they developed something. And so, some people still produce porn. Like they were porn stars before and now they're producers or whatever and they're making a, a decent living, which I find fascinating because we kind of, it, it is one of those formats that we all kind of watch, but no one really wants to know. It's like, you don't want to know how the sausage is made. It, 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 it's, it's very... <laughs> it's Some people get off on how the sausage is made. <laughs> yeah, apparently yeah. so. It's, it's very much in that vein where you go like, 
Vain it's, it's is a good word. Exactly. I'm just <laughs> hearing Damn. all this shit. <laughs> yeah. All right, but let's go back to Clinton. So I'm going to put in a couple of things. I'm going to go on the record in a minute. Number one, I'm happy she lost to Trump. Do you realize that you are on a podcast, you're always on the record? Yeah, but uh, on the record for something. So number one, I'm happy she lost to Trump because she was all ready to start all kinds of wars in the Middle East. And it probably saved a lot of Syrian lives. Number two, so that's getting serious, Pretty even big. more serious, I'm, th- I'm calling it Trump's going to win again. Uh, I actually agree. I'd vote for him. Let me back that up. Hold up. Let me back that up. Uh, Let me back this up. Go, 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 go. Because I don't give a fuck about America. And for me, this is all just reality TV. It's like I'm watching an episode of Apprentice. I love that show. I'd hang okay. out with my dad. And watch For that it. reason, like you're fired. It's the only time where <laughs> it's the you only had, reason. It's the only reason why you had like good memories with your father. Uh, I like realize you, you guys are sensitive about this. Like, I obviously the reality is he's fucking up and the world's going to shit. But it's a lot of fun. I need drama in my life. This is Switzerland, boring as hell. Uh, he ruins comedy, I guess. He writes comedy. If we if we didn't have someone like Trump, Trevor Noah wouldn't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. He's giving. He's not funny enough for giving, that. He's giving Dean's brothers. Uh, he's employment. supplying Africans with jobs. Our our rating in South Africa just spiked. <laughs> <laughs> Americans are out of jobs, but Africans spiked have gotten downwards. more jobs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, you uh, know, but I I do fear that he gets elected again. Yeah. Like, I think uh, to me the to me to me it was who's Biden just announced as his running mate Kamala Harris Obama yeah. and I think that's that's the point where fellow Americans that was the that was the straw that broke the camel's back for all the left <laughs> Kamala's back all the left wing people that were going to be like all right is that we'll, a deep fake a deep fake point anyway fuck the politics let's go and yeah man. let's let's take away from that okay one thing I'm boring Dean he doesn't even want to listen to no, me one thing I did watch uh, Obama's speech back in Biden. Did you watch that? No. Yeah, horrible. Like my fellow Americans. Oh, uh, yeah, and he did that. Recent four years. He did that for Clinton as well. <laughs> Just a kiss of death. <laughs> right? It seems it's a curse. The Obama curse. It's I've Obama. Heard, I've heard this now from different sources. Obama is just a great actor. Oh, come on, dude. Which president isn't? You yeah. th- actually think the presidents have any fucking power of anything? Might be FDR. There's just the the one percent puppeteering all these assholes. I'm also intrigued how much of that we are getting here in Switzerland. Like news cycles are full of what Trump said and what everyone else said. Like when Bannon was arrested yesterday, mm. it was all over the news. And I'm like, yeah, but can we, can you at the same time have a look at what our politicians fuck up? So yeah, we exactly. still have a fucking country to run here. No, like, but that's, that's, uh, the US is the only country that exports culture where it's like... As they always say, it's the greatest show in town. It's we're all obsessed with the shit happening over there. I and 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 this is so much fun. It isn't though, but it's just because the machine that pumps it out, it's just and we're lazy and stupid, so we just swallow it up. I mean, you could do the same thing about Swiss about Swiss no, politics. I'm sure you could, but the thing is This is boring, dude. Only because I, of the way. I it's don't think. I don't think it's that boring. It's just. Did I talk about the referendum about fascism? Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I want to talk about it again. But maybe we should go off this because I don't think we can. Okay, say rebooting it. our lives. I don't think we've That's got anything about. interesting new to say about the American president. Uh, did rebooting you? Uh, our lives. Did you ever try um, to fundamentally change your life, Harry? You asked the gray eminence at the table. 
um, <laughs> all your yeah, life experience. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's uh, so. I mean, on the one level, like I've had it forced upon me on a number of occasions of major. I mean, I'm. Did that, you consent when it was forced upon uh, you? Or? I was giving. Is that a rape <laughs> charge? <laughs> <laughs> Not that type of force. No. no. I mean, I'm a single dad with two kids, and you can always ask before you, you put it in the, the butt. And <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. Okay. Sorry, Harry. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Fuck you. Sorry, Harry. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm sharing my deepest. No, no, we're listening. We're listening. No, I mean, um, no, I've been through some some brutal situations and uh, come out kind of surviving out of them mm. and and not definitely not unscathed. And I could I I could probably now go into the whole motivational speaker circuit for how to do that shit. Yeah, I've had to reboot. I mean, also you move country, that's a kind of reboot, but 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 like I've been probably twice at the point where pretty much everything that you take for granted and are comfortable about is tossed and then you got to start over basically. Mm. And and I mean the to me the <laughs> there was a certain point um yeah, I'm just wondering how, how far I want to go into this stuff. But there was a certain point, let's say, uh, after after a, a family breakup where where I ended up staying in a vege for a week. Where, and I, I got this room from, like, I was desperate for somewhere to live or I'm on the fucking vege, street. For context, is when you move into oh, a, yeah, yeah, a flat chair with a couple, yeah, flat chair. And it was this guy, it was this guy who was a yoga instructor and he was away doing doing uh, a course and his room was full of yoga stuff it was tiny the 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 flat itself was like right next door to me i had a gay asian couple who were having loud sex <laughs> until 1 a.m yes and then you had oh, like mind is racing the stone, <laughs> the, you had the stone two, yeah no not gay, like men gay male same thing i don't care <laughs> oh my god dude you're just all about asia my fetish <laughs> dick no dick doesn't matter and then there was another I, I think next to that there was the hot girl and her boyfriend they were always at it then there was another guy I oh, know dude who was just having God. cry wanks all the time <laughs> there was another guy who was, who was I'm so lonely <laughs> yeah I didn't yeah I mean I totally just all over this yoga instructor's ah, room. No, dude, I on the incense, you know, I couldn't do it. I was just like, this is too, too. Yeah, it's just too much in someone else's intimate space. There was another guy who was doing an MBA or something like that, who was on that that cusp of, I need to sacrifice all I believe in to continue my life. So his answer to this was just being stoned the whole time. The whole flat smell of the strongest skunk. Nice. And the only good thing about that flat was there was really bad lighting in the toilet, so you couldn't really see what was in there. Oh god! <laughs> it was really like but a point. Uh, wait, how many it's people disgusting. lived in there? I, I lost tracks. It was Asian. It was so. This was in Zeefeld. It was. Um, I'm getting a beer, guys. You want some? Yeah, do do do. Oh, bring the rum. Uh, there's a bottle of rum. Bring the rum. Bring the, the rum. We're pirates. That actually changes lives too. It was in Seefeld, you say? Yes, in Seefeld. So this was actually pretty eye-opening to me. Let me explain for the listeners what Seefeld is. Seefeld is Zurich's basically um, hedonistic wet dream. It's full of um, people that earn a fuck ton of money or people that earn a uh, That's people that live there or they have jobs there earning a lot of money. 
or they are the wives of said people and have plastic surgery there. That's usually, yeah. that's what CFLD is. You can get a lot of jobs done. But, it, but actually it was, it was pretty interesting to me because actually at the time, for a short time, I was working in Zeefeld. Um, but at this point, living there, a, a, it's like, it was a kind of a party area. It isn't anymore because the generation that wanted to party are all too old. Yeah. So at night, like past 8 p.m. is dead. And then in this Super building. Super gentrified. In this building we're in, it's like one of the oldest Swiss buildings, uh, like four, five or six floors. Um, the, the probably the cubic meters of floor space are about the same as this flat, this four and a half room flat. And uh, um, so w this is on the top floor. Basically, it's a four-room flat that seven people are sharing. Like this, this guy's room that I was in was super narrow, and it was basically like like a normal-sized bedroom with a partition wall stuck in the middle of it. It was really—it sounds horrific. And and it made me realize that there are there's there's a bunch of people living in Zurich who are on low lowish income jobs. Usually, they're sort of between I don't know twenty-five and and thirty-five. And they're living, this is Zurich's probably form of poverty in a way. I mean, it's still a pretty good poverty, but mm. there, one of them was a teacher. One of them was, you know, they're people like with normal salaries. And that was pretty eye-opening. It's like something you don't, you know, in our privileged lifestyles. I, I mean, I normally chopper to work, so I don't see these people. <laughs> Usually in my limo getting a blowjob from oh. Hillary Clinton. In the tinted windows. I just keep the plebs out of sight. I don't want to see that. <laughs> no, so that was a reboot. Plebs, that, you that, asshole. That, you realize you're talking about me right now. And I can, <laughs> that, I would, week, that week in the flat chair was a reboot for you. Yeah, well, not just that. I had to, like, it was... Re was this a rock bottom? Uh... It was a moment of, <sighs> all right, fuck it. Let's get to it. So it was breakup. Like I'd left my kids behind. I'm now like on my own basically. Uh, and um, uh, yeah, eventually I got a, got a flat, had no furniture, nothing. So I'm starting from the zero. Steve Jobs design of an apartment. Mm. Uh, yeah, exactly. Mm. And and uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it it, it was. It was tough, mentally tough, and uh, you know you you can get despondent. But on the flip side of it, the 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 best thing I learned was it was also amazing because once the moment you like like the magic word is acceptance. The moment you stop uh, being at war with your current situation and accept it, it's and it's like you start to be actually this is not so bad. Oh, actually this is pretty awesome. Oh, this is be fucking worse. great. Yeah. And and once you get into that, so it's it's, I don't know. I think if the, if you have a brutal life reboot, then that's the way to do it. And most people above forty have had this shit going. Basically, guys, it all goes down the toilet from where you are. I I don't like people that pretend that they don't. So what, what do you mean? Um. So I'm not sure if it's an industry problem, but um, especially in finance, um, people like to create this allure of um stability oh yeah yeah um where it's like yeah nah this is my career I, oh, even the word career gives me like mm. i, I want to throw up a little in my mm. mouth because it's just this trajectory people that plan their they assume it sorry it's like the idea of safety you just yeah. assume a confirmed guaranteed trajectory 
doesn't Abs- exist. No, it, uh, of course it doesn't. But these guys come from like uh, fabulous universities or whatever, mm. and then they have this trajectory in mind of how mm. their career is going to go. Not true. And it's absolutely not true. But finance gives the illusion that it does. So uh, a lot of people come in. Um, you have like uh, what, um, trainees. They come in for one and a half interns, year and brainwash them up. Yeah, exactly. And they they basically say shit like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be a trainee for two years, and then next year I'm gonna work in operations, and then I'm gonna mm. work there, and then I'm gonna be a portfolio manager yeah, in I'll be five CEO years, in fifty years time." Exactly. So you get all these fucking stories, and because there is so many people pumped through that idiotic system, um, there is a bunch of people where that story holds true. And this guy is now named Jamie Dimon or whatever his fucking face is who runs, um, uh, not Goldman, <laughs> the other one, mm. um, big, big banks in the Jamie United States um, uh, or, or over here, like hedge funds and stuff. So th- these people pretend that they never had like a, a breakdown or a reboot mm. because it also could, it, it could also portray a certain level of weakness yeah, exactly. It's that whole fucking sales shit and always having to look like with your shiny personality. And it's like, I, I can't let them smell weakness. You can smell weakness. No one likes weakness. It's like, oh, fuck off. But and capitalism fuels these kind of ideologies. You know, the people who succeed the most are the most like narcissistic, unempathetic people. Because they'll happily kill someone, shut down someone to get ahead. Yeah, and then and then when when there's a crash, they all go jump off buildings because they. No, can't it's more like we'll help friends out. We'll kind shot. of like take a beating, but escape the system and still get paid for it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 the the suicide thing is fascinating to me because you're quite right. That seems like the only exit in that um, in that paradigm. They're, they're yeah. Away. Yeah, because showing weakness is, is, is weak, but killing yourself, jumping off a house in, in Canary Wharf in London um, was quite a, a common trait in yeah. 2008. Good. And, and it's exactly... Oh, it's, it's not even It's not even <laughs> tangible money. It was a series of numbers on yeah. a screen, yeah. which is now a series of minus numbers. And, and it's just like, how can you be that identified with this bullshit. I mean, this, from right, at a, you know, at a certain level, it's like the sun is shining, you're alive, go jump in a, a river and just enjoy Wash life. Wash your sins away. And, you know, I mean, you the can... The Thames will give you herpes, though. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it, it gives is. you many other things, too. <laughs> you, can like, get, you can get yeah. herpes in many places in London. Not just uh, yeah, <laughs> Another place in Brick Lane, which is pretty great. Yeah. But but I mean uh, yeah. I'm Mary Poppins. Thank I mean you. I, I had an interesting one there because because uh, back when do you remember the the Swisscom CEO that that killed himself? Carson. Yeah. What and, happened to him? Uh, well, I can tell you a bit he about it. He offed himself. How? Oh, why? This is this could this is an interesting because I was working for yeah. I'm just thinking how I was I should yeah, okay fuck it. His name was Carson Schlotter. I was All working. For, I was working for a Swisscom owned company. And at the time I was in the management, I was like, uh, I guess I, I counted it once. It was like actually on the chain of hierarchy, I was about four hops away from him. And what I realized, what? yeah, I mean, you go, that's actually quite far down because mm. you got like top. And once you get down to fourth level, you're. you're it means nothing. Yeah. I'm thinking secretary but, or something. <laughs> but 
it's he, hopped the secretary. Oh, it was, yeah, yeah. It if he hops the secretary four times, he gets hey, in the door. Hey, exactly. It's <laughs> a, but it's no, like no, she'll get the promotion. It, you know. It's like it was like Scientology. You know, you're getting up these levels yeah. and mm. and 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 then that guy killed himself. And I, I've got to say, who gets his job? <laughs> how much am I leaking here? That's going to get me in trouble. It, it was. Let's say the past. Of course, not Swisscom now. I wouldn't be talking about Swisscom now. I have never seen a company with such an incredibly toxic culture. It was unbelievable. And, and, and basically, this guy created that. Yeah. And having made such something so awful, he couldn't handle it and offed himself. Mm. And for me, it was a wake-up call of like trying to pursue that path through this system of Scientology Dr. to get to the next level. And I got to say, some of the arrogant douchebags I met, it's like, uh, I, I mean, I could tell stories that I won't because I think uh, I'll, I'll... That's always the most interesting part when you start, I cannot tell you, but... I cannot well, tell I you. Yeah, probably yeah. could. It's just... I shouldn't know. It's just, this is, a, this is a small country and, and in the end, like, yeah. I don't want to... Yeah, and the guy who runs Swisscom now, for, for the listeners abroad, Swisscom is basically our main uh, phone service provider and it used to be state-owned. It technically still is, but it's kind of like floated as well. So basically, it's a shit show now. Um, because that's what happens with uh, privatization. It usually makes things worse. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, I could tell. All right, let me just say one more thing. There's a point where I had to have a lot of meetings with Swisscom people, mm. and every meeting would begin with five minutes of giggling about how bad the meeting culture is at Swisscom. That's funny. And w one time I got this close. I almost lost it. I said, do you know how many goddamn hours you guys are wasting on a meta level discussing how bad you're meeting? That's probably tens of thousands of hours a year of people just say, yeah, the meeting culture is really bad here. We waste a lot of time in meetings. Then do something. Fix it. Yeah, Stop. well, he did something. He killed himself. Yeah, okay. so, um, he, he <laughs> the meetings are shit. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't go to another show fix. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! Yeah. Anyway, Su suicide is a very um, permanent change. I guess <laughs> it's the ultimate. It's the ultimate reboot. Yeah. Wow! Wow! <laughs> I want to transform this company. <laughs> oh my god! I'm not I have, for the uh, record, I am not on board with this. When I was seven time. years old, um, when I was seven years old, my uh, neighbor, he was a farmer. Um, he, <laughs> McDonald. He, he offed himself. Um, I, the day <laughs> when he offed himself, I was, uh, I was at home and we, uh, I met him and we went out on the field and we lit a bonfire. And so there was that's something that farmers did at the time. It was the nineties. You What'd were you still you were still allowed to burn shit. Mm. Sorry, what'd you say to him? Well, this is the interesting part. So I actually remember that day quite clearly. Um, so uh, we go there. We we make a, this this massive bonfire. We were just uh, basically burning trash from the farm, and mm. then the cops come around. Um, because apparently the the so fire was a bit too big, and they were like, "Yeah, no, this is not. We're not supposed to do this." We we should love the planet and actually um, <laughs> not not just burn trash. Yeah, um, makes sense. So we we wrapped it up, and he was super nice. He was he, he he's a he was a very uh, generous human being, 
And um, what I learned later on, he, he never said anything mean to me in any shape or form uh, that day. What I learned afterwards was he basically went back to the house, he loaded his shotgun, he went to the forest and he offed himself. I went home to mom and dad for dinner. So that wow. very, very different path there. But um, <laughs> mm. okay, can I just say, first of all, Dean's giving us a warning that this isn't quite cool that we're having a laugh about this. So, uh, look, and we I'm, can make and fun of anything. I'm with you on this. So let's do the, we'll do some penance in a second, but finish the I, story. I want to I, I tell you why this is important to me, because this is the first time I was confronted with the concept of suicide. Um, and I was also confronted with uh, mental illness. So that day we didn't find out. We only find out three days later that he actually killed himself. And um, the concept of suicide was spoken about for the first time at the dinner table at home. So uh, the gravity of that was profound. Like as, as a child, I, I just like five minutes ago, I learned about life and death. Mm. And now I learn about voluntary death. You can choose it. Yeah, yeah, which was boom, mind blown, right? Hey, that's so, a bad pun. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bad pun. <laughs> tasteless. Christian, tasteless. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about jumping I'm, out of a window. I'm, right? I'm sitting on a joke about a bunch of cows who are like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, fun. Oh, that's actually, that's a very good one. <laughs> <laughs> Betty's not going to get any cowgirls. <laughs> but so, so why? But but did, was there any clue why he did this? Well, or? not until years later. So this is how deep this goes because uh, we, we I think the trajectory is pretty clear in where we're going with this. Um, um, we, we're going to talk about mental illness in, uh, a, a little bit because that's usually a trigger as well for changing your life fundamentally. Uh, apparently, he he had a, a huge amount of issues. There was there was family issues. Um, there was uh, issues with his ex-wife um, that weren't resolved. Um, and he was. This is something that I found out like twenty years later. He was also ousted by the other farmers, so he was basically bullied by his peers. Wow. Um, why? I, I don't really comprehend. It's still a big question. And in, I, so I said before, I grew up in this little village, right? So there was only farmers in there. And um, uh, two years ago, I think it was, we had this massive party in the village. Even though I live in Zurich, I'm sometimes invited because my brother still lives there. And everyone comes down and his son, who still lives there, um, he, he still sometimes struggles with accepting some some neighbors because how badly they treated mm. the dad fuck them cow folk yeah no, it, it's it's just a, such a, a toxic environment you said it before a toxic environment in the company this is not even a company this is just a neighborhood yeah that, that must kind be of like because it fucks farm, up each other's lives as a farmer you can't quit and get a new job basically because you're no, tied to that no life. you're stuck you're stuck to the land you're in you're also kind of stuck to your neighbors because Usually farmers are supposed to help each other out, and this guy had to do everything for himself. So, yeah. He Except for broke. Stefan, his penis is always stuck to the back of the cows. I don't know. <laughs> Come on. But I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I put that out there. It's my but fault. it was the very first time where we spoke about 
mental illness and uh, kudos to my parents because they were quite open about it they, they didn't try to make a story up mm, straightforward um, um they they, they were, just said he's going to hell <laughs> wow that's it's it, not a bad joke did they say that no not at all wow actually very much on the contrary they basically said they were trying to explain depression that's a hard one there was a, yeah. my favorite metaphor for depression is this. There was a series called Big Mouth. You guys seen that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a, in the show they have this cat and it, it represents depression. And the cat's like cuddly and like smooth and be like, I know you feel sad. Let's just lie down for a day and not do anything. And then it comes and like just sits in your chest and keeps you weighted. Mm -hmm. You know, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. It, but yeah. It, 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 that image is pretty great because it, it also tells something about like um, it, it's not just you feeling sad all the time mm. you know the, the, because that's what people people who don't experience depression um, for them it sounds like oh you're just sad snap out of it yeah you yeah. know this would be a great Japanese quiz show it's called explain depression to a child uh, the 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 kids say the darndest <laughs> things. Did you ever guys watch that? No, it's like how how would you explain depression to a child? I'm I'm thinking like people get sad. You give them a bunch of toys, let them get into playing it, and then you, you just come in and destroy away. all the toys in front of them and say, "Nah, bitch, that's nah, depression." Nah. No, you just make all the Lego gray. <laughs> oh, that's sad. That is a depression. <laughs> that made me sad. <laughs> Oh, I don't know why, but like all the Lego gray, I'm just I'm sad now. Oh, that is the most that's, depressing thing I've ever heard. That's in my, my life. experience. Actually, all the Lego gray. Actually, it would also be good oh if my like God. is is that this? That's the most accurate form, like metaphor for depression I've ever heard. Oh my God! Yeah, all actually. the Lego gray. Holy shit! Th that's literally how I experience. Fuck it. me, dude. I'm th I want to hug you right now. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Although you could make the Millennium Falcon, because that's all great. Yeah, but it, <laughs> <laughs> could someone put that on Instagram, please? Uh, that's a good. Yeah, depression you got is, Twitter, dude. Depression mm -hmm. is like someone painted all the all Lego, Lego gray. gray. That's profound. I'm gonna go kill myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, do you know how I would fix someone who has gray Lego? I I replace some of the Lego paintbrush with Lego that doesn't quite fit. Oh God. Damn, Jeez, this is like and adding. We, no, we, we'd get them out of depression into into like this state of rage. We're going dark here, guys. <laughs> I'm I'm a little bit yeah. triggered. I'm not gonna lie. I'm okay. a little bit no, triggered. but okay. Uh, I want to turn it around from here because, um, so we have we have these stories, um, in in industry. We have these stories individually where we were put to the brink. And we were like, okay, something has to change. And Harry, uh, your story about being in that flat chair, I, I actually really appreciate it. I have a, a very similar kind of uh, mm. experience where mm. you, you were hitting rock bottom and now you have to build up and you have to change your life again. And um, it's scary, man. It's yeah, scary it to change. Yeah. It's super scary because... As soon as you accept the only constant is change, then you're a lot better off. But... Okay, so we spoke about the whole religious part in my life before. And I think I, I said something, um, I said yeah, something I mean, there a, about, about how, how um, so basically I lost religion when I was 25. 
and I believed all the way up to 25. Mm. So the whole fundamental basis of how I thought humanity existed Blown was up. completely taken away. Yeah. So nothing. Shotgun to the head. Yeah. Kind of no, yeah. Shotgun to the head. Exactly. <laughs> nothing makes sense anymore. Everything is kind of splattered on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. We are going to hell for this year. Next life. to the crucifix. Oh. Wait, can I just put in a disclaimer before? Because I feel like we're being, we've glibly dived into some really I heavy need more shit. Rum. We're probably someone's listening who's like, these fuckers don't understand. Okay, let me, let me, I let me dive in here because I, I feel like I can back that up. Yeah. Um, rebooting life. But then we'll come back to what you're saying. We'll come back to you. Uh, as a disclaimer, the reason also, like, I'm a little bit sensitive about it but I feel like it's a good thing to talk about. A good thing to joke about. If we make light of it, we're not saying it's a bad thing. It's not real. We're just trying to make have a good time and make people laugh. You know? We're very much accepting it as something real. We know that. We've all kind of experienced it on a level. Uh, it's a bit sensitive for me, even though, you know, as a comedy, we want to dive in and make it as fun as possible. But, like, I feel like I've developed a little bit of mental illness in my late 20s. Came out mm -hmm. of nowhere. I know it's genetic. and My dad kind of deals with it a bit as well. Uh, I think they always kind of said it was seasonal. So my dad would like have these things every yeah. kind of uh, every during the year, like kind of then it would happen. Um, so I feel like I've been dealing with it as well, you know, and you don't kind of realize how much it sneaks up on you and changes your life and controls you, you know. Um, and I have no idea where I'm going with this. I'm feeling a little bit weird no, talking yeah, about it. Yeah, I mean, I mean so you're experiencing you're experiencing an episode of this right now. Yeah. Okay, let me, let's talk about Reboot, because um, it sort of happened after a little bit of trauma, a little bit of stress. Some things kind of boiled up, right? And there was kind of like a moment where I started dealing with anxiety, and I had no idea what it was. I was like, what is mm -hmm. this feeling? This is new. Never had this. Um, and then slowly through personal experiences, I'm not going to go into it, um, I started losing a lot of money, spending too much money. I'd lost my job and stuff. All triggers, not because of my own accord, just the circumstance, right? Mm -hmm. But it was weird because there was a rock bottom moment, uh, a revelation. I was still dealing with the depression and those feelings, but there was a moment where I was completely broke in the negative uh, and uh, you know unemployed and all that stuff. But there was a moment where I was like, you know what? The, like no one can take anything away from me at this point. I'm a hundred percent free. Like mm -hmm. you literally cannot do anything worse to me right now. I got no cash. Got nothing. I got nothing. You can take whatever you want. It's not gonna bug me. That was amazing. It was liberating. I was like, I can literally do whatever the fuck I want. There's a freedom in that. Yeah, yeah it was amazing. That was liberating for me in a weird way. You know, because like my probably my issues are ties to a little bit of materialism, a little bit of financial stability. Those are like my real world ties but when they were gone out of my own choice i was like oh my god i'm free fuck everything fuck everybody yeah, yeah. this and is the, me and there's definitely this is a hundred percent me you can't do nothing about it and that i mean to me that was, it, there was something similar in that situation in that flat where you lose exactly. everything if you accept it there is a wonderful freedom it's a freedom about it it's beautiful and and yeah i mean and like guys like the 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 sorry harry the swisscom guy who are so attached to these things they're so kind of built yeah, into just it let go let go of it but yeah. not in the sense of letting go of the building i mean exactly. just you know <laughs> mentally <laughs> but i mean i mean to get back to christian i mean the my i mean i could tell all my depression stories and 
um, you know, like, like I'll just throw in one briefly because I got celiac disease. I got it diagnosed in my mid twenties, but I had a very bad period of bad that? health. That's not a mental illness. It's a, the gluten thing. It's, oh, it's right, a yeah, kind yeah. of gluten. Yeah. And, beer, and so just big, kidding. so, so really bad health in your mid twenties where you think, shit, this is the rest of my life. Oh, of course. So you didn't realize until your mid twenties. So you were being an English man, um, consuming oh, bread and beer. Yeah, day. exactly. Oh, fuck me. All and, right. And, and then being in terrible pain. And that for no, for no reason, understandable and, reason. And that that like mentally was fucking me up. It was chemical levels, and I mean, I wasn't even able to digest properly as a result of this. Um, and I've had other occasions. Ultimately, what what and maybe we need Dean back. He's just taking a quick beer break. Go do it, Dean. Um, I think the state of being depressed is it. It feels like. It, it can be physical as well, but ultimately you can't stop your thoughts. So you're so kind of wrapped up in what your thoughts are uh, and being identified with them and be feeling like you're in a trap. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and that feeling of being in a trap accelerates even more thinking because you're triggering your brain's survival instinct. And it's like, I need to find a solution. I don't find one. And it goes round and round and round and round. And, and, and I know that the there's chemical levels that can cause this. What uh, what you were describing, this kind of losing religion, and suddenly, I mean, the, to me, the the questions I have there is like, and I think you've touched on this in previous episodes, like how do you how do you get motivated when it isn't God telling you what you're, and 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 then the fact, I mean, to me, it's also interesting. You must have had to question everything, like morals just everything it's literally everything and it, it is it, it, it it's super bizarre because at the time i didn't think i was depressed um in in, in a mental health kind of way i i thought i was actually happy so um i'm my version of depression is is um my, my version of depression is very volatile you're questioning everything um, and your depression, or my, in, in my case, depression was at a high at the time. So my version of depression is usually super volatile in terms of I have these emotional uh, roller coasters where I go, I'm, I'm super happy and then I'm super energetic and I hardly sleep and then uh, I... I get thrown in this dumpster. It's like a bit of bipolar almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, you, you could say that. It's, yeah. um, it's probably very close um uh, in in like that Kanye way West. now i didn't i didn't realize that because at the time i was um it, everything came together usually like you described this perfectly before there is a certain um amount of things that happen that are outside of your control so you were talking about work you were talking about uh, um the money that went away and all that for me it was very similar. I lost a relationship. I got mm. divorced. Mm. Went went through that whole process, and then also lost money on top of Builds that. Builds up. Yeah. Um, so I thought, oh no, this is totally normal. This is my circumstance. So the only therapy that I seeked at the time was actually relationship therapy. So we were working on our relationship before I got divorced, and then I was basically trying to figure out what was wrong with me in the relationship. But I wasn't mm. looking at my Your mental health. Issues, yeah. yeah. The problem that I actually was dealing with, 
And at the same time, trying to figure out, oh, why do I think this is morally right or morally wrong? And it's a, the, whole, the whole concept of life was taken away. Uh, what, what would be an example? It's a huge reboot. Yeah, example. Yeah. Um, I, I, oh, okay. Yeah, the, the, the best example maybe is um, to say, saying no to things. Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would I would say no to things that I was like, no, I'm not quite sure what this is about. I was very mm. apprehensive of doing stuff. And then I turned that around and basically started to say yes to everything. So I didn't do drugs before that. Um I um I was very apprehensive of, of um Anal taking to illegal. Yeah, no, I mm, <laughs> there's always room for a bit. There's anal. always room for anal. Um <laughs> Well, no, I, I did. Did I mention this on the podcast before? I did. This is when I actually did start questioning my sexuality at one point. No, you didn't. Nice, <laughs> dude. Um, oh my god! If I'd known that, I wouldn't be sat here with you. I'm, <laughs> fucking I'm just creeped out, man. Um, <laughs> Being <laughs> straight in with a fucking homophobe. Yeah, you. We all know it's a spectrum, Harry. I know you got a bit of gay. In I you. got a spectrum. I'm just fucking around. I know you got a bit of gay. In you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of homophobia is is I know funny. You got a bit of gay. Homophobia is funny. It is funny. Calling Harry homophobic is funny. Imagine, it, it just is, okay, yeah. We, we're distracted oh, from Christian's oh, Wait, wait, we've, we've triggered Christian's wokeness. Hey. I'm sorry, Christian. You're I'm, I've, I've got your back on this, dude. It's funny from a comedic perspective. The whole awkwardness about that whole thing, it's funny like that. It's just like, I, and it's funny in both directions. The, the idea that there are people that get upset about other people having wait, sex. Wait, wait, wait. Do you through? remember? And what, I know what, it's got a whole history. Do you remember Eddie of, Murphy? Yes. Do you remember his special that he did in this red leather dress? Was, oh, the, the gayest outfit. The, yeah, but the that gayest was a, outfit ever. And but he it was, was the, the most 80s. homophobic cunt. Yeah, but it was the 80s. So that wasn't. Uh, that's that not was, an excuse. It kind of is. It was time. Time perceived i mean of course i bet today he has a completely no but wait wait opinion. wait don't 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 take it on the he's a homophobic cunt i'm i'm not homophobic let me put that out there unless you stick your dick in my face maybe then i am <laughs> but, <laughs> but fair enough dude <laughs> yeah i mean don't stick your dick yeah, in my face. there's there's limits yeah no but the, but to me you know thankfully most of the really nasty shit we're past that like homophobia or or homosexuality not the, is, yeah there's more the, to this go is a different topic yeah though. there's more to yeah let's quickly i just quickly end this despite all of that i think there's a funniness about about the the topic <laughs> the gayness in the anus yeah <laughs> <laughs> you got it the gayness <laughs> the gayness in the anus like so yeah, anyway dick. all right no i did i did start questioning that <laughs> um as well because like nothing made sense anymore like you know, it, it's just dicks just became good looking. What can I say? I did make out with a bunch so of how guys. Did, how did you? Nice. Dude. Oh, so this is so you checked. You any funny yeah. stories there, Christian? Huh? Any funny stories there? Yeah, they didn't shave. Mm. Gross. They don't feel like women. I know what you're saying. Oh, they were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, this is probably like I'm, I got, I'm I got not a sure. funny gay kissing story. I, I actually think that one of those guys is listening to this podcast, which is going to be fucking <laughs> wait, wait, hilarious. Wait, which, which bit didn't they shave? You mean up here you were making out or down there? Very funny, Harry. And now, so, I mean, look, what's that funny? Look, it's like I'm the only time trying you're to ascertain. I just really wanted to let you walk out, into this. How far the making out? Was. I just wanted to pull the carpet under your feet there for a second. All right, fair enough. <laughs> There's a lot of puns going around. 
How many, like, what kind of lips were you kissing? Was it hairy or not? Uh, uh, did the curtain nice. carpets mesh the so drapes? you, you checked know. it out and you're like, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't really for me. And Did um, you ever, Harry? Yeah, I've been, we've done that on another podcast. You made out with a guy? I've done more than that, but, and then I was like, okay, that's Fair enough. not for me. <laughs> I got a funny story. Can I quickly tell you? Sorry, Go I bug you, Christian. Unless you... No, no. And uh, yeah, it was a long time ago. It's a podcast. It's about stories. Yeah, okay. So this is how it goes, right? I recognize sexuality as a spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. I know exactly where I lie. I've kind of always known, but there was a moment where I was like, fuck it. I don't know. Let's just try it. Whatever. There's been a bunch of circumstances where I'm like, you know, testing limits, but I've always kind of landed up at the same place, right? So anyway, I'm going to leave out names. What this is a good story. <laughs> so it's an interesting story. It reflects right. Zurich. It reflects... Uh, the state of times we're in. Uh, so recently, I'm on Longstrasse. I met this guy. I'm not going to say his name, obviously. Um, cool as hell. He's from London. He looked just like Tupac, right? We become close friends because he's smart. He's English. We're chatting up, right? Uh, we shared numbers. We're hanging out still. At some point, he comes up to me. He's like, Dean, I'm gay. I want to fuck you. I was like, cool, bro. I'm not gay, uh, but whatever. you know. So he's like, check your phone. I look at my phone. He sends me this video of him giving this guy a blowjob. He's right, right? Aggressively. He's okay. like, I'll do that to you. I was like, fuck. That's pretty. <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about this. If I close my eyes. the best version of advertising that I've ever heard. Right? It was amazing. Imagine I send a girl like, oh, okay, anyway. I can do this for so your This is how the story goes. This is how the story goes. You send them a diagram. Yeah. So the the here, clitoris wait. is here. The G-spot's <laughs> under there. Sorry, go ahead. Here's here's the warning. The story goes a bit lower. You're going to be like, oh, you're going to feel bad. You're going to be like, what the fuck? It makes me feel horrible. But it's going to go way up again. Go right. on. So go on. He, told, he told you that. Or, no, 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 this, this is, is me story. saying this, this is, is how the story goes. So anyway, we go in a dark alleyway. We make out. True story. We make out. And I was like, yo, dude, I don't feel nothing. I'm not gay. That was fun, though. I think you're cool as hell. I'm going home. See you later. Right. He leaves. These assholes stop him. Three dudes. Right, they stop him. They're like, "Yo, we saw you making out with that guy." They call him a faggot N-word. Oh, fuck. this is the low part. Mm. They call him a faggot N-word, then they spat in his face. What right. the fuck? We spoke about this the next day, so this is how I know, her, and this is why I love this guy because what happened next is legendary. Right, so they spat in his face. He takes the spit off of his face and he licks it, and he's like, "Fuck you," and then he walks away. Oh my, dude, boss God. move. Makes you feel weird, but also, fuck yeah. It makes me want to punch these cunts. Right. But then again, But also the amount of strength this guy has. Incredible. 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 Maybe the three of them had like an enlightened moment and went home and the three of them had sex together. This is what I'm thinking. I hope so. I really hope that they just Or they always do, and then they're not allowed to share it with people. I mean, that's one of the things that to me is is funny about homophobia is that some of the most homophobic people are clearly gay. And it's it's interesting that we went to this because whilst, whilst I'm going through this whole scenario, I'm moving in with a gay guy so um i'm going through my losing my religion thing um and i'm separating from my ex-wife uh so now i'm in the zurich situation that you described harry i need a flat share 
So I cannot maintain my apartment because sorry, the, the prices worst are kind, fucking insane. The ones Jesus don't approve of. Yeah, exactly. So I, I move in with uh, with a gay guy. He's Irish. I love him to bits. We've been living together for seven years. It's a big after. dick you got there. <laughs> it's a big dick you got there, laddie. And we're both we're both coming from from a certain version of tragedy. So he he kind of he came out super late. He's um, he's a little bit younger than me. And um, we spend like I think the first two years we spent mostly drunk. Let's go it's to the pub and sub a dick. Fantastic! <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that never happened. <laughs> but um, we spent I think the first two years drunk. That's pretty much how it works. So how, we. How's we, your Irish, by the way? M- m- my Irish? Yeah, go for yeah, it. Yeah, these. That's not my accent. I'm tempting you. <laughs> no, I'm not good at impressions. Okay. okay. Um, you just do top of the morning to you, and then that, that's that top that's of actually penis rude. In my mouth. That's actually rude. Why is it rude? Top of the morning. That's no one says that. That's the just yeah, it's, it's it's like Americans it. pretending to be Irish. Still. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, oh, my my uncle was Irish. Um, <laughs> he's like what? <laughs> no, he yeah, wasn't. Yeah, he was a Flanagan. And it's like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, no, so, so you guys are staying out. You going out together? We're we are actually drinking at home mm. every every day, pretty much. Mm. So it, it's it's horrific it's and Irish. super funny at the same time. And oh, he tells me this. He says like, "Yo, uh, <laughs> do it, before do it, <laughs> do it Christian." Uh, I, I try, I try, I try. Oh, I never, I never drunk in Ireland. He's like, "What?" He's like, "No, no, I, ne- I never, I never drunk alcohol in Ireland." He's like, "What, what the fuck are you talking about?" He's like, "No, I'm, I've only started drinking in Switzerland. What of all places?" I'm like, "Oh, this is this is fascinating." It's a hypocrite, but. We start we start comparing notes about our life story, mm. and uh, as time goes by, we start we start to realize that we were both pretty broken at the point when we moved in together yeah. uh, for different reasons. Because I think he struggled hence really. The alcohol, <laughs> hence the alcohol. Alcohol is a great kind of remedy, but it isn't temporary. Absolutely. Um, what what's it called? Uh, your Cheers. sorrows, <laughs> your sorrows swim on yeah. top of the booze. At the bottom of a whiskey bottle, my man. So, it turns out, whilst he's um, whilst he's he's coming out, he's going through a very similar kind of um, breakdown of his own life. Mm. So we start to realize that our lives are not that different. It's mm. just uh, he's coming the out as gay. I'm coming spectrum. out as not Christian. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, that is ironic. It was it was super weird, yeah, it, it, and and uh, kind of like enlightening because that there's a basis of how he built his life um, that wasn't compatible. Yeah, um, very broy, you know, like these like lads. He compensated a bit. Yeah. How did you compensate? Uh, similar, I guess. I was just like doing more masculine, or but that's classic, drugs and alcohol. But that's classic guy guy stuff. So. I mean, one sometimes one, it's depression, though. Right? Yeah, but what? Yeah, but one epiphany is we like it's actually that we're having this conversation. Just so few men do this shit. I yeah, mean, I mean, <laughs> this is why I love you guys. And, I and, feel safe. And and when we do, what happens is you go like, yeah, yeah, and you know, I, I'm really kind of down at the moment, uh, but at least I don't have to. And then you crack a joke. <laughs> And then, yeah, and that's there's what this we escapism. Welcome to yeah. our comedy careers, guys. Exactly. And what we do. That's, and oh, I swear every single one that does comedy. Broken. Broken as fuck. Totally. In general. 
Except for the ladies. Because <laughs> ah, they're not funny. Fuck, that. They're, Fuck to- you. they're totally broken. <laughs> wow. I'm wow. Kidding. I'm, I'm joking. They're, they're funnier than I am. Apropos life reboot, I'm having a bit of a comedy crisis at the moment. What's going on, Harry? Well, uh, sorry. No, go for it. I, after this, we got to do mail. Okay, go for it. Go ahead. Yeah, we got to do. We got to do. The the, we did the mail back at the end. We yeah. did no, so um, the, com- the, the, the comedy crisis, comedy is, crisis. Is, is you know it's just like uh, I took some time off. Had three week holiday, and now this is the fourth week I'm back at work. But I haven't been doing comedy Couple this week. Weeks. And it, the 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 issue is, I just I just feel. I mean, at one level, we've had said this before. It's kind of like drugs. Uh, it's super addictive. It might probably like cocaine. I think is the nearest thing. And then it's also, it, I, I just, in retrospect, I've been deluding myself thinking like, yeah, I'm doing these jokes, I'm, I'm doing this stuff, but that's not me. But actually it becomes you. And, and I'm not sure I like the person it makes me. You got to delete everything you have, start over. New yeah. perspective, Do you want to write a new set? Things. Yeah, and I've been thinking about that because, you know, I've been thinking I've been shitting on all these people. I've been shitting on the midgets. You got it out your system. And the women. And I thought I thought to myself, like, this is not right. I, I'm not okay with this. I need to find another group of people to shit on. Dean, this but is great. We, oh, no, I, I missed I, this beat. I think it, and I've decided. the whole thing on the head. I've decided it's old ladies. Yeah. Swiss ah, old lady. I thought Harry was having an epiphany. Yeah, an I thought so one. too. <laughs> so I was about to say, you guys, I am not having an epiphany. I, I was about to say, Dean, I thought maybe you had enlightened moment. We've no. done it. The podcast is now him. over. No, yeah. Harry no. is healed. He's healed. I am no. here, failed. standing up. It's getting worse. Standing up, standing <laughs> in the resistance of all these fucking woke people who want to prevent you speaking and thinking and doing anything. Because and no then fucking cancel you. It's all in your own head, Harry. They fucking are. Like who? They're they fucking. Why your voice go so high? Look they're how. Look how in. These old ladies. And it, and to me, old I, ladies are bitches. To what, me, what, what's the problem with old? <laughs> it's the fact. Can you can't? No one can I have a, a reasonable conversation anymore. With and, who? Old ladies. I've had, no. Yeah. Why are you ladies, talking to old ladies? Because Swiss old ladies are the fucking Ignore worst. Ignore them. For, uh, I usually push them downstairs. No, that's no, they, I mean, dark. I mean, no, they are the real police of this town. Yeah, but ignore them, Harry. I'm not going to. I'm Hang going out to with take young, them out, sexy man. people. So you're going mean. after old ladies. Or that's I'm your going target. After them. So have you, you ever have heard? Old have you after. ever heard the phrase in comedy? Uh, don't punch down, punch up. I've heard that, and that's that's what once. a woke person probably came up with. Because it's funny as fuck to punch down. <laughs> Sometimes it is. I agree with you there. Hey. I agree with and you that's there. why I think old ladies are hilarious as a topic. My excuse for punching for down is because I'm at the lowest point I could be. I'm like the worst form of human being. So no matter how much I punch down, it's always punching up. And <laughs> you know that's a good approach. Wait, get, no, no, no. But this is your life the to worst. the bottom. That is fascinating because you're also white. So you're not quite at the lowest point. Fuck you. All right, I grew up in Africa, before, and this is something I'm very personal before, about. I want to introduce a very quick new segment, because we talk a lot uh, endlessly about that. I think we should introduce a quick fire round. Quick fire. Quick fire. Quick fire. Quick, 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 quick. All right, quick Old fire. Old ladies and bitches. <laughs> Bam. Quick fire. Dean, who's your favorite mass murdering dictator? Uh, who's the handsome guy that made a document? Ted Bundy. Charming. Dictator. dictator. Oh, dictator. Yeah. My bad. I went to ahead quickly. Um... Uh, 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 
He's an African guy. I don't know what his name is. Who's the African dictators? There's a bunch. Yeah, give me one. Uh, Mugabe. No, he didn't kill. Uh, he did. Okay, sorry. Wait. <laughs> I fucked up. Quick fire. Just give me Quick the fire. name, man. Kim Jong-un, one of my favorites. Who? What? Kim, Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. Christian, who's your favorite dictator? George Walker Bush Sr. What? Okay, wait, wait. Okay, no, we're not going to do that. Fuck you guys. I don't have a favorite dictator. What oh, kind of Jesus, sick, twisted Harry. motherfucker does oh, you that? Fucked. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, man. You try to trick us. Ah, you it was good. I Everyone has it. a favorite. Don't I, ignore it. <laughs> who's your favorite, Harry? I, I don't know. Quick fire. No, I don't have a favorite fuck dictator. You, You're fucking insane. No, I hate dictators. Queen Elizabeth V. Ah. I think up we should, yours. I think we should cancel dictators. That's not I don't okay. think so. I think we need more. Well, there's more coming. Vote for Dean. I think if it was go- <laughs> if I was going to have a favorite mass murdering asshole, it's Genghis Khan. That, that mm. guy, that guy, that guy he also fucked. Style. Yeah, they say one in every, every five or ten or something. I think I've heard a hundred. One in every hundred people on the have planet his genes. have his genes. But That's but pretty. One insane. of my best friends does because he's 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 part Asian. Uh, he's forty fucking three, but he looks twenty five. This is a Genghis Khan gene, and you should see him. Oh, on I a have horse. to check in with my girlfriend. He on can a ride a horse. They've all got small dicks for some reason. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, Genghis Khan! You raping piece of shit. <laughs> okay, that went both ways, guys. You guys didn't right. know what the hell was happening. That, this is great. So, shall we do mailbag? Yeah, let's mm-hmm. do segments. Uh, this, mailbag, mailbag jingle, please. Have we got? Yeah, let's. We yeah, and Dean. No, this is what we do now. I want Dean to sing the, the mail. Yeah, I make it up every time because yeah. I can't you, remember. You it. sing it. So here it comes. We've got mail. Here it comes. Boop doop doo. Nice. Is that um, cool? Should I try again? Th- no, that's perfect. Um, so, <laughs> is American cuisine? Wait, who's this from? This is from Dan. Our Dan. Dan. Oh, this guy's Yay, awesome. Dan. He texted me too. Let me check. Is American cuisine still cuisine, even if it's borrowed and adapted from everywhere in the world? Wiener is slang for penis over there, by the way. I have the perfect metaphor for this. Go on. So this is how you can sum it up. So, So let's say a country like Britain, colonialists have stolen food from everywhere and brought it into them. Right? They own that shit. So their culture becomes cultural appropriation yep that's how you define their culture other cultures oh so that's all of america basically. do you know what i'm saying yeah 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 yeah. right your my culture is cultural appropriation i mean you're going to braids i can do fish and chips i can do curry you explain this in a very deep significant manner but i think we got it with a cultural appropriation it was clear your meaning Well, you didn't react. I thought you were. <laughs> okay. No, we just like, yeah, we get cultural get appropriation. It? It's the, the dumb look that came over your face. Both of you <laughs> fucking colonialists. No, here. I, 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 you triggered my political correctness. I, I realized I need to Good. put on that face so that no one can dis- determine my thoughts at this <laughs> point. The reason I'm sitting here, fucking dealing with, uh, you know, Indians in South Africa, it's because of you, bro. One of my best That's friends. That's true, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that happened. Can I be honest? I'm glad <laughs> colonialism <laughs> happened because I would never have met one of my best friends ever. You wouldn't have been born. I would have been born. Actually, and, and that's not true. Let's face it. Those Indians in South Africa are going to tolerate for so long. Then they're going to just slowly take over the country and run it properly. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's actually uh, <laughs> that's not true. They did it in England, I tell you. I got a good story about this, All but right. I don't think I could tell. So Dan's, what was Dan's question again? Wieners. Yeah, so no, 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 it's not about the wieners. It's basically, it, it can American cuisine be called American cuisine because it's basically no. stolen from everywhere. But what is America? What is America? Exactly. It's a continent to our it's east. It's an ideology that they have absorbed and taken over and dominated and made their own. Pizza became super oily. People became super weird shapes. <laughs> they do whatever the fuck they want and that becomes America yeah, M- milkshakes true. have become Dean, right. and most what? of the food is fusion it's, it's, it's like, all fusion technically mm. but isn't and, and also and sadly enough they tend to make shit taste better mm. yeah. they add all the bad stuff yeah, the salt. America and fat. Donald Trump. But wait, 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 wait. And corn syrup. But, but yeah. isn't most yeah, syrup. isn't most of the food uh, kind of like a betterment of something else that you've had before? Because when it, when I think it about you, you were dishing out about Swiss food before. Swiss food um, sucks. Yeah, you're right, but it's because they mix the nations as well. So yeah, but, but like, this is great. Like Tex-Mex is pretty fucking awesome, and it wouldn't happen without America. They make it bigger and better, and they've invented fast food. They can we just invent- take a moment just sing the song oh say can you no remix the whole Bush family should be uh, in the Hague in front of a judge um, mm. so this is interesting and though. also Clinton um, so, and also Obama everyone is a fucking war criminal so let's move hold on up, hold up dude. this is interesting <laughs> what exactly is the question again so American, word word. American cuisine. Yeah. Can it be called American cuisine because it's yeah. technically just Answer stolen? Is, yeah. They've taken it, they've stolen it, they've owned it. Yeah, it's yeah, they made it better. They made it American. So technically, yes. Technically, I would yes. agree. Did although, they invent it? No. But although, did Italians invent pasta? Although no, the, they stole it from the Chinese. Exactly. Although the other interesting thing is some of the stupidest, most restrictive copyright laws in the world come from america fucking america. yeah because they Fuck. are they are afraid because they know they stole it and now they're afraid we could steal it back and that's the that's the whole it sounds like the british museum <laughs> <laughs> if, we, if we got any greek people I there's, it, there's I a few it. things like in england i want to see an egyptian right now <laughs> there's this there's this famous thing it still goes on about the elgin marbles which are a bunch of statues that this there's some Lord Elgin, I forget the whole story, stole oh. from Athens. The name sounds cunty. And yeah. still, Lord, like, Lord it's Elgin. Just, it's the, the Greeks and the English just are pissy about this. Every year there's like, I, sometimes I think you even get Greeks out on the street in London demonstrating for the marbles. Do you give them hummus as a gift? Like, <laughs> I've, heard a, I've heard a story about South Africa not so long ago when the South African diamond mines were opened. Mm-hmm. It was run by a guy called Oppenheimer or something. Yeah. Um, the Bears Diamond Company. Yeah. And apparently the biggest diamond was given to um, England. The Queen. Of course. Um, because they didn't have enough of them, apparently. Apparently, um, yeah, it's a. I know we were talking about this earlier, but my town. I come from Boxburg. Shout out to Boxburg. They don't have internet, so they're not going to hear anything. Boxburg is a shithole. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Boxburg. Mom, please leave Boxburg. Anyway, the town was involved. Where I think there was a. F- the history of it goes like this: There's a farmer on his farm, and he found. I think his name's Paul Kruger. My my history. My Krugerrand. Some no okay maybe it wasn't crew it was some the farmer was Mr. Boxberg it was named after him was a mayor 
Anyway, anyway, he found a diamond on his land and they all kind of moved in and mined, started mining. So it's an old mining town. And that's oh. how the existence of the town started. So there was a bit of like a, a diamond rush or a gold rush. Uh, everyone came there. All right. Yeah. And did they find any? Oh, yeah, no. yeah, of course. I mean, I literally live right so next to So why is everyone poor there now? Um, because it all went to Britain. Thanks, Harry. Um, <laughs> you know, typical. We're poor. That's bullshit. It's fucking debate. Those are nice Nike shoes you got on. <laughs> it's I mean, the days of England pillaging everything are more or less over. Uh, not well, true. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, let's ask let's the guys in Iraq. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, but that's Amer- Americans. Yeah, but you were shit. just... You. I say let's you say. as in the... The, the Great Britain um, were just very happy to participate at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we write nowadays, yeah, England. We're getting sidetracked, guys. Yeah. Let me say something. Uh, All right. I think the answer to Dan's question is yes, they do get the rights. I, I think Agreed. so, too. Agreed. I think so, too. Like, have you had it. brisket? Uh, I think so, but I can't remember even what so it is. So it's, right. it's, it's, it's this slow-cooked piece of meat, which oh, yeah, is just yeah. juicy, and it comes out yeah. of like this smoky oven or whatever. It's delicious. Yeah. Okay. And it's technically American. Like I, I would say this is very American. Yeah, two things, guys. Um, Dan, I know what you're getting at. Uh, I know what you're trying to highlight. But I think in this world, if you steal something and own it, it becomes yours. Unfortunate truth. Yeah, yeah ask Apple. Ask Apple. Ask... Um, who am I thinking of right now? I'm trying to make an Asian reference. Yeah, ask the Italians. Mark ask the Zuckerberg. You know what I'm saying? Ask he, Donald Trump's Mexican wall. The Great <laughs> Wall of China. It's all stolen. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going with. Anyway, thanks for sending that in. Um, Dean's the, virginity. The you have, you have something. <laughs> okay. the, the next point I have is nobody's sending in Harry's hot tip. The relationship issues. Yeah, because they. I think they're afraid that I might actually I think they're tell scared of you. Or truth. nobody takes you seriously. I think that's also well, let's go the real issue. Let's go with the latter. So let's try it one more time. Guys, if you are dealing with relationship issues, sexual health issues, sexual issues, if you can't get it up, if you can't get it wet, whatever <laughs> the problem is, shout out to us. Let us know. You can be anonymous. Harry will genuinely give you good advice. He's helped me through a weird time. I got to update you on that, by the way, Harry. If you do have these issues, Harry will give you the weirdest advice, but it actually might help. He lives his life through a filter of masculine versus feminine, and the advice is real. <laughs> He's seen pain. He's seen the pain. He's been through the abuse, and he can still get an erection. That is a man who knows what he's talking about. A man with a plan. Oh, my God, Dean. All right. I, so, I, I tell you, I'm going to hire you just to, like anytime I need to I be sell introduced. sell anything, my friend. Uh, so yeah if you do have these problems please drop us a line we want to explore this because nobody has so far and i'm so excited for to hear it i really do <laughs> this um, is gonna be so awesome yeah okay. uh, so yeah that's that segment um shout out to dan for dropping us another line we appreciate your fan thanks dan all the listeners we do have um because we are growing and i appreciate it congratulations guys we have milestone uh, what was it again? I think a thousand downloads. A thousand downloads. That's pretty fucking so huge. Th- thanks to the one guy who just downloaded us and all his the devices. The one Chinese guy who's just downloading it. <laughs> it's like it's like Dean was saying. You got Harry Fox on your team. You're gonna grow. Um, yeah, th- that is a sales pitch for Viagra. Um, okay, no shit. Harry Fox. I think I'll let you do the sales. Yeah, <laughs> Harry Fox is, 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 is a, the European version for Bluetooth.com. <laughs> 
<laughs> you want to fuck like a Harry? Go to harryfox.com. Yeah. Just send you a signed autograph picture. You stick that on your bedroom wall. Oh, my fix God. That is not. Okay. That's okay. the worst. I know where you're going. No, Harry. Uh, yeah. Right. What other segments do we have? The conspiracy. Any conspiracies today, Harry? Um, I've got a bit of a conspiracy because I, I think I think basically the the conspiracy is it's uh, these two guys, right? And they've been stopping someone doing ASMR for quite a while. Oh, for ah, fuck. fuck you! Look All right, it. that is not a conspiracy. Um, that shit is real. Hold up, this hold, is up hold up, hold up. So, um, rebooting your any life. Any plugs, kids? Any plugs? No. This comes <laughs> out. This comes out uh, in two weeks. So, uh, in September, September, late September, we have a show uh, back at Comedy House English Stand Up. Okay, yeah, let's end it. Okay, thank you so much for listening, guys. Uh, we appreciate your love. Um, Christian, Harry, you guys are the best. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>